Welcome into another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Anime Daniel. In this episode, we were doing a NFL midseason preview. Uh, it's about the midway point of the season. Got Mark on for another edition, and we'll be going uh, alternating teams. Uh, I'll start with the Eagles, and they have been the best team in the league so far. Jalen Hurts is having an amazing season, uh, MVP caliber season, offseason additions like A.J. Brown and um, Jordan, Jordan Davis on defense. A.J. Brown, they got via trade. Jordan Davis, they picked out of Georgia in the draft. Um, they're really paying off well. And Eagles are just a well-rounded team. They they get flashes from their, their defense. They have games where their defense um, balls out, and then they have games where their offense does amaz- amazing things. They had a game earlier this year where A.J. Brown went off and had three touchdowns, and then they had another game where the defense went off against the Vikings, and and that was kind of kind of the the headliner. And obviously, they've played you know more games than that, but those kind of are the two games that stand out from their season in my mind so far. So their offense is ranked second, their defense is ranked fourth. Strength of schedule remaining is 14th, so not too hard, not too easy schedule. Kind of middle of the pack schedule strength remaining. So um, they they should be. I mean, they're they're undefeated, and um, obviously, my guess is they'll lose one some somehow this year. But who knows? They can they can maybe finish out undefeated. Um, but with them, it's kind of the 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 thinking of obviously you want to be undefeated, but and when you know every game every week. You know, I'm not saying you don't want to do that, but maybe. It, it's a little bit better for them as far as pressure wise going into the playoffs. If they, I'm not saying try to lose one, but if you go, if you're undefeated and then you go in the playoffs, you get a buy, um, you know, you get a first round buy, and then that puts immense pressure on you. And then it seems like you have the undefeated season for, you know, and then maybe, maybe you lose in the second round after your buy, then it seems like you have the undefeated season for, you know, the one for nothing. So, there, there is a it go it could go both ways because they, they could go into the playoffs undefeated. They went out and then then they just roll and they're they're the best team and they they show it in the playoffs and they win the Super Bowl. But there is the the fact that you have the target on your back, so to speak, and um, you know losses humble you in a way. And um, again, I'm not saying that they should lose, but. Um, there is that thinking too. I think the Packers years ago had the 15 and one season and, you know, there, they had a really good offense and, you know, then they went to the playoffs and they, they didn't do well. So, um, so there are teams out there like that, where maybe it's better to lose one or two to humble you. Um, so that way going into the playoffs, you know, you don't have as much of a target on your back and it shows that, you don't want to show your flaws, but every team eventually is going to have a flaw and it kind of shows you who you are and, you know, where you can go from there. So again, win, win out, win as many games as you can, Not, but I'm just trying to bring up the the, the other side, the devil's advocate um, part for them as far as that goes. So Nick Sirianni really having a really good year coaching wise, um, you know, coach of the year candidate last year. It kind of took him a year to to, to get to get his system, um, and that a lot of it, that in sports is what it is. You you hire a coach, and um, 
it, it, it takes a little bit of time um, depending on the situation. So last year, the Eagles obviously weren't as good as they were this year or are this year. So um, it took them some time to get some pieces. They got A.J. Brown, like I mentioned, Jordan, Jordan Davis um, on the D-line. And then they have, you know, Miles Sanders, who I've been talking about um, as well. He's He's been a guy who... You know, he's just got to stay healthy. The last few years, he's had some nagging injuries, and that's been kind of, um, you know, been been kind of hampering him. But when he's healthy, he can be really, you know, he's probably not the best back in the league, but he can be a really effective running back. And he can do it in the passing game and the running game. So um, that's good for him. And then they got, you know, Devonta Smith as well. Dallas Goddard, they have they have different weapons offensively, and then their offensive line for the most part has been good. Their defense has been been showing in, in spurts, and then you know the headliner of them all is Jalen Hurts, the, the special season he's having. So for the Eagles, best team in the league right now, and until they're you know show otherwise, that that's kind of you know that right now, yeah, you know they don't have a loss, so. Right now, they're the Super Bowl favorites, you could say. So, Mark, you're up with the Vikings. All right. So, the Vikings are 7-1, leading the NFC North. And uh, as far as them, they are 8th in offensive points scored, 12th in defense, and they're the 13th hardest schedule remaining. And for them, Kirk Cousins has actually had a pretty good year uh, for him. For his standards, and I think Kevin O'Connell, their new offensive coach, has definitely helped out. He's schemed up a lot of really good things for that offense, and um, they're playing better than they did last year. On defense, they're getting healthy. They are getting better play out of their secondary this year, and which was a disaster last year. Zadarius Smith, obviously not with the Packers anymore, went in division and is now on the Vikings, and he's one of the NFL leaders in sacks. And... Um, this team reminds me, this Vikings team reminds me kind of the Packers last year where they're winning, they're winning a lot of really close games. They're not looking super impressive doing that, but, hey, they're winning the games that are on the schedule, so that's all that matters. And uh, they got I think they're going to clinch the, the NFC North probably with three or four weeks left in the season. So it'll be interesting to see you know, how they do that. Are they going to rest guys? Are they going to play them? They – are two games back of the Eagles for the number one seed because they lost to the Eagles, so they don't have they don't have the head to head. So they're gonna need the Eagle the Eagles start losing some games, but otherwise it looks like the Vikings still do have a decent shot at having at least one home playoff game, maybe two. So we're gonna go to Big A now to talk about the third seeded Seahawks. Yeah, Seattle. They the the headliner for them is Geno Smith, like the kind of comeback story he's having as far as he's been a backup in the league in the past for for some teams he's gotten gotten some starts here and there um but he i think he went to west virginia in in college and um he you know was was a relatively high pick coming out um he's now been in the league for some years but he really has had a, a really special season um you know going into the season with seattle you were kind of thinking oh well who's their quarterback well it's geno smith well, you know, they don't have Russell Wilson anymore. Not that Russell Wilson this year is tearing tearing the world apart. He's, he's having his struggles. But um, you you kind of get my, what, where I'm going. You know, eventually, you know, they don't have Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, you know, not that he's having a great year, but he's had a great, 
great career and he's got a chance to turn it around in the second half after the Broncos, you know, now they're done with their bye. So, um, you know, you, you think, oh, he's not Russell Wilson. They, you know, they kind of meh quarterback. He's had a, he's had a okay career so far, kind of up and down, but he's really turned it on when they do comeback player of the year. He probably will be the comeback player of the year. Um, because he's, he's done a great job, um, with, with quarterback, he can run it when needed. He can throw it. Um, his throwing's got a lot better as far as accuracy. Um, Tyler Lockett, I believe, a few weeks ago, and I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said, um, in the media, basically said, you know, it's it, it's nice when 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 we're all playing for each other and we're not we're not playing for one person or you know we're basically playing unselfishly. Um, how much we can get done and how much talent we still have on this team, even without Russell Wilson. So that kind of goes to show you um, the mindset of this team as far as Seattle. Um, they're a high seed. Um, they're, they got a good record. And going into the playoffs, you know, Pete Carroll teams, they're going to compete. They're going to play hard. Um, and they're not going to give up. So they, they could be a team that, that, that could be kind of under the radar going in. Obviously, they'll probably be a higher seed if they continue to win. But even if they make the playoffs, go going as a relatively high seed, I think a lot of people will will kind of think of them as, oh well, they're they're a high seed, but they got Geno Smith, and yeah, Geno Smith had a great year, but he's not, you know, he, he doesn't have a, a big resume. He's kind of just shown it for a little bit, and the, you know, going going up maybe, maybe against a more experienced team, hypothetically in the playoffs, like the Niners or, or somebody like that, um, you know, somebody would pick the Niners, um, possibly the lower seed, um, or, or it's, or if it's the Cowboys in that, in that scenario or, or the Buccaneers, even obviously in that scenario, I know we're thinking way a few steps ahead, but in that scenario, if it's like the Buccaneers, Buccaneers sneak into the playoffs and they face the, the Seahawks, you know, people are probably going to take the Buccaneers because, well, 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 they have Tom Brady and they're not going to think about, well, Tom Brady's had a, you know, up, you know, so, so, year so far they're gonna think oh it's tom brady well he's gonna he's gonna get hot and they're not gonna give cl as much credit as maybe maybe they should so um kenneth walker's another guy for them the, the rookie running back who's been amazing for them um rookie of the year candidate i know that there's some other rookies out there who's, who have have some good stuff on their resume to, to warrant consideration for that but he's been really good um dk metcalf and tower lockett leading leading receivers um you know, as they have been for the last few years. Um, and, you know, they're in, a, they're in a weak division. So their defense has improved um, this year. So you got to give them credit for that too. Um, but I would expect the Seahawks, you know, they they had um, Chris Carson, I believe, was their, their top running back a few years ago. I think he's either injured or I think he's – something's up with him. He, he got – um, I think he might have gotten injured or something, um, but um, he's he's not there anymore. And I think, I think he might. I don't know if he retired or um, something, but um, don't quote me on that. But it, he's not in the backfield anymore. He's hurt. He got hurt, um, and now Kenneth Walker's really really taking the reins. So um, Seattle. I'm not going to count them out. You know, once they get in the playoffs, I'm going to be like, "Hey, they're going to they're going to compete. 
They they might not win the Super Bowl, but they're they're not going to give up. They're going to keep it close more times than not, especially if they're at home when they play at home. Um, they they really you know turn it on. So you got to give them credit. Props for their season so far, and hopefully for their sake they can keep it up and continue to do good things. So Mark, you're up with the Niners. All right, the Niners currently of the. Fourth best record in the NFC. Um, and as far as their season, so a lot of talk in the offseason about Trey Lance being the quarterback, and he actually got hurt very early on in the second game. He's out for the year with a ankle injury. So their offense is still somewhat struggling under the direction of Jimmy G, Jimmy Grappolo, but I think uh, once they get all the weapons healthy, they're going to be hard to stop. Uh, Debo Samuel has been uh, missing some games recently. They added Christian McCaffrey at the deadline, so now they have loaded they're loaded up skill positions with George Kittle and um, McCaffrey and Debo. Defense is still really good. Good front seven with Nick Bosa and uh, Fred Warner. They've had some injuries in the secondary, so that is going to hurt them. So they're not going to be as stout as they were previously against the pass. But uh, I still look for them to make the playoffs, and uh, they have the 19th-ranked offense in scoring, 6th-ranked defensive scoring, and pretty easy schedule for the rest of the way, 24th. So uh, they still got a good chance to make a run. Now we're going to go with Big A to the Cowboys. Yeah, so before I go to the Cowboys, I actually just did look it up. Uh, Chris Carson did retire. So he had some, some neck unfortunate neck issues, so I wanted to – fact check that for for the podcasting audience um so hopefully you know things improve with chris carson and you know he made the you know he made the best decision for him and stuff like that and we obviously wish him well on big a sports show but um now kenneth walker's leading the backfield in seattle but chris carson he had a good career just unfortunately cut short by injuries so the cowboys they play the packers this week mike mccarthy's return to lambo um, and they are, are doing, doing well. Dak Prescott's doing, doing good. Um, after his injury, he had got injured early in the season, was out for some weeks. Uh, Cooper Rush filled in admirably, um, was able to hold his own. And then, um, Dak obviously came back and is playing really well. Uh, defensively, they're headlined by Micah Parsons and Trayvon Diggs. Um, really, really good defense, really good physical defense for, Dan Quinn, they have one of the most balanced teams in the league. And, yeah, their offense is 14th, their defense is 3rd, so their defense is, you know, their best part. And even their offense, you know, although it's kind of middle of the pack, they still have some really good key players like Ezekiel Elliott, um, Tony Pollard, who's been amazing. Um, he's been kind of a backup. backup. He's gotten some playing time. He's kind of waiting in the wings for his chance. And there's a few weeks where Zeke was out and Tony Pollard went off. So, um, Zeke is still a very good back, but I don't think he is what he was a few years ago, back kind of when he was, you know, ascending, um, and, and really, you know, uh, as he was, you know, when he had some good runs a few years ago, he did, he do the feeding, you know, eating motion. Um, and, and yeah, so, so, um, Zeke's still very good, no doubt. Um, he's, you know, it sounds like he's going to play tomorrow. I think he was in the injury report for Dallas. Um, uh, but it sounds like. Um, I heard from the media, Jerry Jones said that he's going to play. So yeah, 
um, barring, barring a, obviously, setback before the game. So they are really, really talented. They had CeeDee Lamb on offense, Michael Gallup they got um, back. They lost Amari Cooper to the Browns in, in the offseason, and I think they lost Cedric Wilson as well, another receiver for them. Um, but they've been able to, to do, do well. Dalton Schultz at tight end, um, solid tight end. He's been battling some injuries, but I think he's now back. Um, and, and able to play and stuff like that. So um, I will expect the Cowboys to, you know, once it comes to playoff time, and we'll I'll have, to, I'll have more podcasts coming up um, as far as going into the playoffs and as the season winds down and things like that, um, as well as other stuff. But I would expect the Cowboys to always be in games. I don't think that they're going to get blown out. I think that Dak is a really, you know, he's not Mahomes or Allen or, or you know, upper echelon quarterbacks like that, but he's still very, 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 very good. And I, I, I'm not going to count them out um, for sure. So Mark, you are up with the giants. All right. So the giants, they are six and two. And uh, this is a team that we actually joked about uh, in our, in our season preview about them, maybe surprising some people. And sure enough, they have surprised some people. Um, we were joking it'd be funny if they would end up in the Super Bowl and, well, they actually have a, a decent chance of making the playoffs. So Daniel Jones has been a pretty good game manager for them. He has decreased his turnovers since last year. That was a big problem that he's had in his first couple of years. And actually the biggest additions for this team has been the coaching of Brian Dable on offense and Don Wink Martindale on defense. Uh, Dable is a head coach. Martindale is a defensive coordinator. And they're really getting a lot out of the guys on both sides of the ball. They don't really have the most talent. They're pretty young. Saquon is having a really good year at running back. They're kind of doing a receiver by committee on offense. And then on defense, they have a good front seven, uh, some good draft picks that are, are doing well so far. But they've won a lot of close games. And, um, yeah, they got uh, the Texans this week. So the chances of making the playoffs are pretty good. They are 22nd in offensive scoring, 9th in defense, and 4th in strength of schedule remaining. So I believe they have uh, some games for sure against the Eagles and Cowboys, so those are going to be big. And who knows, if they win all their division games, they could uh, have home field advantage in the playoffs. So, Big A, we're going to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers now. Yeah, so the Buccaneers obviously led by Tom Brady. They're four and five. They got a game in Munich tomorrow morning at eight thirty Central Time um, against Seattle. So that should be a good one. I think it'll be a close game. Um, I will, if I had to pick, I'd probably say Buccaneers very slightly. Although Seattle's got a case for winning that game um, as well. They've had a really, you know, as we've outlined earlier in the show, um, had had a nice season so far and. Um, and, and, and really doing well. So this team has been very disappointing so far, much like the Packers got a veteran quarterback, got a, you know, a hall of fame quarterback, and they've really underperformed. They've had some injuries. Um, but I mean, every team's had injuries like you injuries are, are important, but like at some point, like unless your team is totally injured and like you have none of your key players, I understand that. But if you have injuries, you know, and you have most of your guys, come on, like, it's sports. So that that is there, but they still, they've they've underperformed. Um, 
And no one would have really guessed that they they ranked 25th offensive scoring, but Tom Brady really has had a you know up and down year so far. He's had some okay moments, but I think for the most part it's been down down as far as that goes. But he's still Tom Brady and still can you know kick it into high gear at a moment's notice. So um, you know he you know much will be. Good talked about it with his decision to come back and retiring and unretiring. And then he had the old Giselle fiasco and I'm not going to get into his personal life. Cause that's, that's his, that's his, you know, his life, but that's also something to bring up, um, as well. So, so yeah, um, you know, just talking specifically football wise, he's, he's, you know, kind of, as they say, father time is undefeated and, um, you know, even even Tom Brady. Tom Brady's kind of a guy that I I could have, you know, people are like, oh, eventually he's going to slow down, and then I'm like, yeah, you could say that for most guys, but this is Tom Brady. Like he's not. I don't know. I don't envision him slowing down, but like age is like a factor for 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 anybody, no matter who you are. So, um, so yeah, they've lost. You know, they lost Rob Gronkowski. Um, he, he retired. Um, they got Kate Auden at, at tight end. They got few. They got another tight end as well in the draft. I think they picked two tight ends who are kind of kick, kicking off their career with the Bucks. You know, having their their up and down moments, but um, that's kind of where they're at tight end wise. Rashad White in the backfield backing up Leonard Fournette. Um, Godwin Evans. Um, you know the the usual suspects in the receiving game. Russell Gage they added in free agency. Got Julio Jones as well. Their defense is still bringing it fifth-ranked defense, um, and then their offense twenty-fifth. So they don't have a relatively high strength of schedule remaining, though. So that might be one thing in the, working in their favor, as far as that goes. But as we, you know, as you know, the 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 thinking is like no matter who's on your schedule, like any given Sunday or any given Thursday or Monday or whenever you know whatever game day they're playing. Because you know we've we know as Packer fans we say that about the Packers. Oh, they're playing the Lions like they should win, and then they lose. So these are NFL teams. These players on the other side get paid too, and they're they're very talented players. So um, you know, 29th strength of schedule remaining should work in their favor, but they got to prove it. They got to go out there and win. And I think for them, they're four and five. I think it starts tomorrow in Munich. You know. They get a win tomorrow. They're five and five, and they're like, "All right, you know, we're, we're we're back in this. We could, if we get hot, we can get a wild card. If you get super super hot, you can maybe, you know, be be a threat for the division. But I think it starts tomorrow against against the the C- Seattle Seahawks in Munich. So, Mark, you're up with the Falcons. So the Falcons, they are kind of in a transition year. So. They traded Matt Ryan in the offseason that uh, had kind of run its course with him there, and now they brought in Marcus Mariota. He's been okay. Um, They did draft a quarterback, Desmond Ritter, yep, in the third round this year. He hasn't played yet, so we're we're not sure kind of how he's going to be, but for now they got Mariota. And they do have some good young players on offense. Uh, Drake London at receiver, Kyle Pitts at tight end, even though Arthur Smith doesn't like to use him. Arthur Smith, their head coach. 
if you have Kyopets in fantasy, you know what I'm talking about because they hardly ever throw to him, even though they drafted him in the top five. But anyways, um, their defense has been really bad this year, unfortunately. They are ninth ranked in scoring on offense, 26 in defense. They have the 31st hardest schedule, so the second easiest schedule the rest of the way. It's probably going to be between them and Tampa Bay and maybe New Orleans for the NFC South because likely none of them are going to make the wild card with the, the records. But who knows? If they beat the teams they're supposed to, they could be in it at the end. So we'll go to the next team here quickly. The Commanders, Big A's got them. Yeah, so the Commanders, they have had you know kind of a, a decent, you know, not, not a great season by any means, but... Um, they've, they've weathered, weathered the storm, I think, um, for the most part, they, they had the injury to John Dotson, their, their fantastic rookie wide receiver. Um, he's back. Um, it's, it's now official. He is back from, from the injury, you know, that he had They're four and five. So I think that they're, they're in last place in the division, but still, I think going into the season, you would have expected this team to be like, you know. Not, I think, a little bit worse than what they are now. Like they, they're not going to make the playoffs by any stretch of the imagination. They have Taylor Heineke at quarterback, who's a decent fill-in quarterback. Carson Wentz got hurt, but even if they had Carson Wentz all year, I don't think that Carson Wentz is the guy. Um, you know, he's he's had a decent career so far. He really came on early in his career, and then he had injuries and he had nagging stuff that that really hindered him. But they still have Antonio Gibson. They, they have Brian Robinson, um, which is really m- remarkable because unfortunately he got he got shot, um, you know, before the season I believe, and then he was thankfully okay, and then he was able to recover from that. And he's they they love Brian Robinson Jr. Um, and you know he, they should. He's a talented talented young running back. So um, they kind of split split the duties between him and and Gibson. Um, Terry McLaurin's really good um, at receiver always. They locked him up to an extension, I believe, this last offseason. And they kind of have him and Dotson for the future, one-two receivers, when they're all healthy and, and ready to go. So um, I think that they aren't going to make the playoffs, like I mentioned. But they haven't, like, they, they've hung in there. Like, if they win Monday night, which I don't think that they will because they're playing the Eagles and the Eagles are undefeated. But Let's say hypothetically they win Monday night. They're five and five. Like that's five hundred. Like that's not terrible. But they're not. I don't think that they're going to win Monday night. But who knows? Then they're four and six. I mean, that's not awful. Awful. Like they're 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 competing. You know, you got to you got to give them credit for that. They're not going to make the playoffs. They're not going to do anything special. But um, you know, this is their first season as the Commanders, and um, you know. They're they're kind of building something as far as you know, they they have some pieces on offense. They have some some guys on defense. I think that their defense could improve. They're kind of middle of the pack defense. Their offense is twenty six, um, but I'm not saying like oh they should go out and lose every game. But I think you know the quarterback class this coming this coming April for the draft is is really strong. It, at least it should be. Um, so maybe if they were to lose and have a you know season where, where they get a top five pick or top 10 pick, then they could invest in a quarterback. Um, they have to get out of the Carson Wentz contract. I'm not sure where that's at. Um, 
but that that's another hurdle for them because I think the Eagles they they paid them or the Eagles paid them. I think they, they paid them when when they got them. Um, so I'm not sure how easy that contract's able to get out. But I think that they're they're competing. You got to give them credit. They they beat the Packers earlier this year at at Washington. So um, Commanders, I think that they're they're maybe a, a year or two away. And, and I think if if they hit their drafts right and they hit the off seasons coming up right, they can be a team that that competes. You know, to start out for a wild card coming up in the future. Not this year, but in the future. So, Mark Rams. Yes, the Rams, they are um, right now looking like they might not make the playoffs. They've had a nightmare season. Um, they lost some players like Von Miller in free agency and also obviously Odell Beckham. A lot of injuries on their offensive line, and that has caused big problems for them in the passing game. Matt Stafford has struggled this year, throwing eight touchdowns and eight interceptions. Their running game has been non-existent as well. A lot of people were expecting big things from Cam Akers. That has not evolved into anything. So it's going to be a tough tough uh, road for the Rams to make the playoffs. They're, I think, three games behind the Seahawks right now in the division. And um, they have uh, so a lot of tough games left on the schedule. So that's where the Rams are at. I think uh, – we still have a couple teams left in the NFC, and then we'll talk about the AFC, but we'll let Big A wrap up this portion. Yeah, so wrapping up this portion of Big A Sports Show of this episode, um, coming up after the audio break, we will have the rest of the NFC, and then we'll we'll, we'll uh, try to try to speed it up for the AFC um, teams, go, go bing, bing, bing. Um, so... Coming up after the auto break, we'll have more on Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Anando. Welcome back into this episode of Big A Sports Show, and we will continue with the midseason preview, review, whatever you want to call it, of the NFL. So we're about 10 teams through. We're going to finish up the rest of them, NFC, and then we'll go AFC. AFC will kind of wrap it up um, speed-wise. Um, as far as covering each team, alternating. And the Saints, they're next. So Jameis Winston injured earlier in the season. They are filling in with Andy Dalton. Um, their defense has really struggled after being the bright side for them the last couple of years. Their head coach, um, Dennis Allen, is a defensive mind. So he it got promoted from being defensive coordinator from Sean Payton you know, leaving. We'll see if Sean Payton in the future gets back into coaching from TV, but that's another story for another day. But um, they they got Dennis Allen. They wanted stability. They wanted to keep things in house, and they're they're doing okay on offense. Um, they have playmakers like Alvin Kamara and the rookie Chris Olave. Um, their only chance for making the playoffs is likely the NFC South. Losing Michael Thomas again, I, f- I feel for Michael Thomas. Um, he's he's had a roller coaster of injuries when he's out there. He's a really, really special talent, um, but he just hasn't been able to stay on the field and healthy. So um, I would, ex- I wouldn't expect the saints to, you know, if they have a second half surge and they get hot and they squeak in with a wild card or, or a, or a, you know, some other division title. Cause you got to think with most of these teams, unless you're like awful, awful record, if you're right around 500, you could, you could, Theoretically, not not a highly likelihood, 
because it takes a lot to get hot and you know but if you if you hit it right it's been done in the past we know the packers run the table year um but for some of these teams that are kind of i would say middling around 500 um if you hit it right and you have a really special second half you could get in the playoffs so well again it's not highly likely but it's been done before so um i wouldn't expect the saints to make any noise even if they make the playoffs my prediction is they don't make the playoffs. I think they fall short of the playoffs. But still, um, kind of a team that's middle of the pack. Their rankings will show it. Offensively, they're 11th. Defensively, they're bottom 28th. So a strength of schedule remaining 25th. So that's maybe something going in their direction. But as I said earlier in the show, um, you know, that, that sometimes doesn't mean much because we've seen the Packers season so far. So... Mark, you're up at the Packers, but because this is a Packers show and mostly Wisconsin sports show, I'm going to give my two cents to the Packers before I hand it off to you, Mark, because um, I love the Packers. So Packers underachieved so far this year. They they you know don't have Devontae anymore. Um, they've had injuries. They've had their ups and downs. They have Stokes, who's out for the year. They have um, you know Rashawn Gary's out for the year. And, you know, they just haven't been able to put it together. And it's kind of, it, it kind of is, is a little bit, you know, different of a team in, a, in an offense this year, in my mind, because it, it just seems like I don't really reckon. I know that they don't have Devontae in the last several years. It's been very easy. No, not easy, but, you know, oh, you, you throw it over to Devontae and he's, you know, amazing. And, the, but now they've been able to try to, you know, even work harder for, for their production on offense. And they have special guys like Aaron Jones, you know, AJ Dillon, um, and Lazard and, and guys like that. You know, I'd say Aaron Jones is special. The other ones are, you know, they're okay, but you know, they're not like amazing. They're, they're, they do their job and they, they fill their role, no doubt. Um, but it just seems like I don't really recognize this, this Packers offense and Rogers is, is, you know, he's having his ups and downs and I think he's having a down year. Um, right now they're three and six and they, they really need to win tomorrow. Somehow, some way Dallas, it's going to be tough against Dallas. Um, McCarthy's return, stuff like that. We'll see what kind of a reception he gets. He should get a standing ovation because like he was a integral part of getting the Packers Super Bowl 45 title, but fan, you know, you guys, uh, everybody in the world's entitled to their own opinion. You can feel you want to feel in my mind i'm very happy for mccarthy he's a really good guy um said you know he said earlier this week in media availability some of the effect of i miss the people in green bay it's a special place i kind of raised my family i started my family here i met my wife stuff like that um so he, he misses a lot of that and and he he does care and him and him and rogers have a really good really good you know connection I, you know He's talked about, you know, recently this week with media availability and stuff like that. Rogers has said the same as well. They, they keep in contact, things like that. So um, so that's kind of where they're offensively. Defensively, they're had some injuries. They've, they're up and down. Like they're, they're 27th offensively. They're 15th defensively. They're just kind of meh. You know, they're, they're just kind of they're three and six. I wouldn't expect them, unfortunately, to make the playoffs unless they get hot. It's got to start tomorrow. If they win tomorrow, and then they can win in, on a short week against the Titans, then they're five and six. And then you're like, okay. But then they play the Eagles next, I think. 
So then if the Eagles win and they're playing at Philly and Eagles are undefeated, then they're five and seven. And it's like, oh. so I don't think as much as I want them to make the playoffs, I don't think that they're going to make the playoffs this year, unfortunately, unless they really something magically clicks into shape and they get hot. But that's kind of where they're at. And Mark, I'll, I'll let you finish up your thoughts on the Packers, but then we'll go to the AFC. All right, so yes, um, you pretty much covered it. It has been a frustrating season for the Packers. A lot of games that you would think before the season that they should have no problem winning, and they they didn't. The, the I mean, they it's kind of like they just been new ways to lose games every week, whether it's interceptions or bad special teams plays, or they're going away from the run when it's working. Or you know, penalties. It's it's definitely been frustrating, and yeah, lots of injuries as well. Pretty much all over the board. Uh, it will be interesting to see. You know, does Rogers finish? We don't know what really what's going on with Rogers' thumb. I think there is something wrong with him, but um, he's playing through it. Which you got to give him credit for that. If they do get eliminated from the playoffs, are they going to have Love play? Are they going to give some of these rookies and younger guys more playing time? And it'll be definitely an interesting offseason for the Packers, but we got a long ways to go yet. Like you're saying, Adam, if they pick up a couple wins, you never know what can happen. There's seven teams teams that can get in the NFC, so really the NFC is not as good this year as the AFC, in my opinion. They don't have as many teams that can – uh, win the Super Bowl, and that are just not as deep. So, yes, um, hopefully the Packers can can right the ship, and Rodgers can play a little bit better. He's just having a hard time connecting with all the different receivers. I, I think part of it is he hasn't played with them that much. Some of them are in and out of the lineup a lot. Lazard and Cobb are hurt a lot. Watkins has been hurt. Romeo Dobbs has been up and down. Christian Watson has fortunately, unfortunately not been able to stay healthy. They've been shuffling people around on the offensive line. It's just been it's been crazy. And on defense, unfortunately, they've been having injuries too. Devondre Campbell, Eric Stokes, some guys that are underperforming. Rasul Douglas, Darnell Savage, and on the on the secondary, they haven't gotten much out of Devontae Wyatt, their first round pick on defense, on defensive tackle, Quay Walker. Linebacker, I think he's got a lot of promise. He's a really good athlete, but he's had some growing pains. So, yes, it will be interesting to see what happens, Adam. But we will go now to the AFC and the number one team, the Buffalo Bills. Big A will take it away. Yeah, so Buffalo, they're they're the class of the AFC. Them and them in Kansas City um, are are really you know they're they're setting up to be you know that. Uh, you know, if if everything goes right and they they continue their their tracks and their trends, um, they should be playing. And everybody stays healthy, and all their key guys stay healthy. They should be playing in the AFC title game with a trip to the Super Bowl on the line. And I know that's you know we're still got to get through the regular season. We got to get to the playoffs and stuff like that, and we got to get to the point of that happening. But man, they're loaded. Um, Josh Allen, amazing quarterback, really, you know, can throw it, can run it, the, the whole package. Um, 
at quarterback and they, they have a really good defense as well. They're, they're, you know, their, their head coach is a defensive mind from Carolina and Sean McDermott. He came from Carolina. He's been with Buffalo for some years now. And, um, they, they really have a good defense and I believe Micah Hyde is out most of the rest of the year. They had Jordan Poyer who's not going to play tomorrow. So they, they've been have some injury, uh, questions in the secondaries for just to some key guys. And they're still able to to put it together and and really have a, a really special season. And I think that they um, last year they got knocked out in overtime to 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 Kansas City, and then that prompted the overtime change rule in the playoffs um, because Josh Allen uh, Bills lost the toss and Mahomes went down the field and scored, and Allen didn't even get a chance to 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 get the ball. So um, so I think that they have a chance to be. The Super Bowl favorite, um, them in Kansas City, um, and p- presumably like them, even if they play, and I'm I'm going far into the future as far as going into the Super Bowl, um, but even if they play the Eagles, I think you know I think Buffalo is going to win, and that's with all due respect to the Eagles, they've had a really good year, but like Buffalo is loaded, like they have Diggs, they have they have a bunch of guys, and the Eagles have have that too, but they. I just feel like, man, man, oh man, they, they have a good home field advantage um, with with their stadium, and you know they they have a really really strong team. Dawson Knox at tight end. Um, you could go on and on about their team. So Gabriel Davis, you know they picked up Naeem Hines at the deadline, um, kind of a receiving back, receiving threat. They got Singletary as well. Um, so you know pretty fairly strong offensive line. Um, I know Josh Allen's. Got a little bit of injury right now, but it sounds like from all the prominent media reporters, he's probably going to play tomorrow. So I think he's going to tough through it and they're going to try and he's got an injury. But I think in most cases, if you can gut it out and gut through it, you you, you play. And then, you know, typically I know the offseason is a little bit, little bit of ways away. But if you can tolerate the pain up until the offseason, then they kind of have. You know, if a player has a nagging injury throughout the season, then at the end of their season, wherever that is, then they do the cleanup procedure. So as long as it's not a threatening injury to keep them out for a long time, I think that they're going to, um, you know, try, try and have them out there. So, Mark, you're up with the Chiefs. All right, Kansas City. They are the leaders in the AFC West. And... Uh, a lot of questions were had before the season about how the Chiefs would function without Tyreek Hill on offense, but actually Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid have still managed to get them to be the top-scoring offense in the league. They are doing it kind of by committee with people like Juju Smith-Schuster and Nicole Harmon at receiver, and then also Travis Kelsey was playing amazing again as well at the tight end position. And really, there's everything is centered around Mahomes. He makes plays happen. Even when he gets bad protection, he'll just somehow pull something out and it'll turn it into a first down. It's, it's crazy to watch. He's probably the most exciting player to watch in the NFL. Their defense is still their main weakness. They're 20th in points per game. And they have Chris Jones, who's a really good defensive lineman. They got some linebackers. Uh, rookie George Kaloftis is playing well for them. They can still give up a lot of yards, and um, you know I think they can make a deep run in the playoffs. But it might take winning in a shootout, whether it's 
against Josh Allen from the Bills, or if they end up playing you know Joe Burrow again, like they they lost to Joe Burrow last year in the AFC title, or if they play Lamar Jackson, I think it's going to be high scoring. But Chiefs are still good as always, and we're going to go now to the leaders in the AFC North. Big A's got the Ravens. Yeah, so the Ravens obviously led by Lamont Jackson, Action Jackson, a nickname for him. Um, he's doing really good, heavy lifting the offense, and it'll be very difficult for their teams to defend their run game because Jackson can run at any time. He can do the the read option and the motion, all that good stuff, um, and and kind of just have some disguises as well. Sometimes in, in the run games, they, they, they have some ways to disguise it where, oh, you think that the running back has the ball, but the quarterback does, or vice versa. So, um as long as they stay, another thing for them within that within that run and being really good run wise, they got to stay healthy up front, which is the the, tr- the truth for anybody. Um, but yeah, that that kind of is part of that equation. So um, got to stay he- healthy up front. But I think if they they continue to do what they do, um, they're going to be a threat to potentially give the Bills and Chiefs a run for their money even though I think that they're still maybe one, just a slight step back from, from you know, those teams. Although they, they are a very good team. They got Mark Andrews, who's unfortunately hurt, but sounds like he'll be back again this year. Um, DuVernay um, in the receiving game. Uh, Rashad Bateman, I think he's out for most of the rest of the year, so he got hurt, um, unfortunately. But um, they're, they're trying to piece it together on offense. I think they signed Deshaun Jackson. Um, recently, so they got him. Um, hopefully, for his sake, he can stay healthy and um, and that. But um, but yeah, they 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 always have a good defense under under Harbaugh. Um, they always play hard, um, stuff like that. So I think that they they have a chance to to pop, possibly make a deep run if if all things hit right. And I think that them for 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 the you know, recipe for success if they were to play at a Kansas City or a, a Buffalo in the playoffs is that they have the strong suit of a really good run game and they can keep guys like Mahomes and Allen on the, on the sidelines if they are able to effectively run it um, for 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 high amounts of yardage. So, um, you know, as long as they do that in a play hypothetical playoff game against a, um, you know, Chiefs or a Bills, um, and they're able to stay in the game and they don't get down, you know, dig themselves too big of a hole. Because then if they dig, dig themselves too big of a hole in a playoff game, then you have to throw it. And then, you know, not that Jackson's not a you know, bad thrower. He is a good thrower, but he's not, you know, that's his strong suit is running. And his, he's a very good runner. But, you know, you see what I mean as far as and you're throwing and you become more predictable. So, Mark, you're up with the Titans. All right. So the Titans, leaders of the AFC South. And um, as far as they're going, as far as they're concerned, Ryan Tannehill, still a quarterback, started for him. He's missed a few games, but it looks like he's going to be back. They drafted Malik Willis in the third round, I believe, this year in the draft. They really haven't let him do too much. He's shown some flashes where it could be really promising with his uh, throwing and running ability, but we'll have to see, you know, as he gets, as he develops, how that turns out. Derrick Henry's had another great season, and he's back to being healthy again, so that's great for the Titans. 
The main problem for them offensively, they don't really have any pass weapons to throw to. A.J. Brown is not with them anymore, so they got to figure that out. And their defense has been a bright spot and is ranked in the top 10 in scoring in the NFL as far as their rankings. Offense, 24th. Defense, 10th. And pretty decent schedule left. The 19th hardest. And to be honest, the other teams in the division are not much of a threat. The Colts are they're just a mess. The Texans are probably going to be the worst team in the league. And the Jaguars are lurking, but uh, I don't know if they are ready yet to contend. So, look for the Titans in the playoffs. Big A Jets. Yeah, so Jets, uh, Zach Wilson at quarterback, um, Garrett Wilson, the rookie receiver, um, Corey Davis, Robert Sala's defense is really physical, seventh rank so far, top 10 defense. Um, Sauce Gardner, you know, they, they got some good rookie of the year candidates. Um, they had it with Brees Hall, unfortunately got hurt. But if you would have stayed healthy and continued his trend, you probably would have been rookie of the year. But Garrett Wilson still had a very, very strong season um, overall. Sauce Gardner is a, a lockdown corner um, for them. So I think that their their recipe for success, um, they're in the playoff hunt right now. Their recipe for success is to, um, is to you know, Play defense. You know, obviously, offensively, you're, 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 you know, Zach Wilson's, he's, he's okay. You know, he's not, he's not anything amazing. But if he's able to make a few throws, manage the game, use their skill weapon guys, and then you're able to play defense and have a really strong defense, then you can give other teams in the playoffs fits if they make it. So I think that's their, their path to victory in like a, in a hypothetical playoff matchup. Um, so that's kind of where they're at. I, I think that they could be a team going into the playoffs. You think, oh, if they make the playoffs, oh, it's the Jets. They've been, you know, they've had a strong year and they're in the playoffs, but still the Jets, they'll, they'll find a way to mess it up. Um, but I think that that's kind of their their path to victory in, in a playoff game. Um, you know, play defense, make it hard on opposing quarterbacks, whoever you play. And for the rest of the year, you know, continue it on with their trend they're on a bye week this week so they get some rest um they acquired james robinson as well he's another back who they got in addition to michael carter kind of um you know tr- trying to trying to obviously you're not going to replace a bruce hall because bruce hall's really special when he's when he's healthy as we saw f- until he got hurt um but i think that it was a smart move for them to get james robinson he wasn't playing a whole lot because uh, Jacksonville had Travis Etienne, who's a really promising running back. And along with that, you have the connection with Travis Etienne and Trevor Lawrence from their Clemson days. So I think that there wasn't any chance that, you know, Robinson's very strong back. But I think that they, they picked Etienne in the first round, too. So they were going to give him every opportunity to be the, the lead guy. So um, I think that was a shrewd move by the Jets to get James Robinson, who, when he's healthy, can show some things. And I think that. Um, they got to continue with their trend, but I think if they are able to make the playoffs, they can maybe, um, you know, compete in a playoff game. Maybe, you know, maybe they're they're a they're a you know, you know, not a top seed, but kind of a middle to, to late seed, and you know, they, they'll be projected to lose. But I think that as long as they stay, you know, they're going to compete. Robert Sala is their leader, their head coach. 
he's a hard nose guy. He's not going to let their – he doesn't mess around. So he's going to make sure that his guys compete every down. So, Mark, you're up with the Dolphins. All right, the Dolphins. So they are six and three, and um, still in the hunt for the NFC East. Two has been very two out. Talk about low has been very effective at quarterback when he's been in there, and new head coach Mike McDaniel has been a, a big part of the offensive success. They probably have the best receiving duo, duo in the NFL with Jan Waddle and Tyreek Hill, both at receiver, and um, it's a little bit surprising. They actually ranked low in defense as they have been much better there over the past couple of years when back when Brian Flores was a head coach. They did add some reinforcements at the trade deadline. They got Bradley Chubb at linebacker. And they are still very close to being in the division lead. They have some big games the rest of the year, including games against the Patriots, Jets, and Bills, so the rest of the teams in the division. Also that division, all the teams have a winning record, so that will be interesting to see how it plays out. But overall, I think Tua, the, the Tua direction is trending up, and he, who knows, he might be a franchise quarterback. So offense, they rank 10th in scoring. Defense, they are 25th, and strength of schedule remaining, they are at 18. So I think they got a decent chance at, at making a run for the playoffs. Now we're going to go to a team in the AFC West, the Chargers. Big A is going to talk about them. Yeah, so Chargers led by Justin Herbert. Um, their 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 uh, defense so far has been a big problem for them. Um, Brandon Staley's their de- their head coach. He's a defensive mind, but just goes to show you, obviously, like having a coach who's stresses defense like that that matters to a point. But coaches can only coach players play, so their their players who have played haven't been able to put it together defensively, and they've had really had a rough year de- defensive wise. So. Um, Staley's still got that expertise and, and hopefully can, can turn some players around as far as their overall collective play on that end of the football. But they're, they're going to be kind of a team that, um, you know, they, they're led by Justin Herbert. Keenan Allen has been a player for them who's been out. He's been a nagging injury guy all year um, and all, all of his career, too. When he's out there, he's really good, but he's been nagging injuries. And same with Mike Williams as well. He's, he's had some nagging injuries and has been in and out of the lineup. So I wouldn't expect them to, to make any noise um, as far as, um, you know, a, a, a potential, you know, Super Bowl threat. But um, if they are able to click, you know, click in into high gear in the second half and make some noise and, and get hot, um, may, maybe they're able, able to squeak in as a late playoff team. Um, but so far, I wouldn't expect that to happen. Right now, they're not in the playoff picture, I don't believe. Um, but... Yeah, I I just don't think that the the uh, Chargers are you know meant for um, a deep run in, in the playoffs. But who knows? They are you know they're 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 you know five and three. They actually are in the playoffs. Um, so yeah, they're they're kind of a a team that's you know it was a little bit shocking as far as this week they're playing the the Niners and the Niners. I know that they're at home on Sunday night football, but they're, they're like was projected to like the Niners were projected to be, you know, win that game and like do it, do it in pretty good fashion. It's like charges are are very, very solid. Um, So I think that they they have a special quarterback in Justin Herbert and um, you know, that, that could be a 
kind of a, a key to their success going forward. So, Mark, you're up with the Patriots. All right, the Patriots, they are last place in the NFC in the AFC East, even though they have a winning record, 5-4. and four. They have had the number one quarterback controversy in the NFL. Mac Jones, their top draft pick last year, was started at the beginning of the season, and then he got hurt. And then Bailey Zappi was brought in as a replacement. He actually did have a couple of good games where he played well. They really don't have much offensive skill position talent, especially at receiver and tight end. They do have a good running back with Ramondre Stevenson. And uh, as far as defense, they're still really good. Uh, Matt Judon and a couple other people on defense are playing well. Bill Belichick knows what he's doing. He's been doing it forever. And um, he's going to keep them in most games. So we'll see about the Patriots, how far they go. But uh, they, they're, they're hanging around. Now we're going to go with Big A on the Bengals. Yeah, so Bengals led by Joe Burrow. Um, been without Jamar Chase the last few weeks, so that's been key for them. One of the best receivers in the game. Um, young receiver, really, really talented guy um, out of LSU, obviously, you know, played with Joe Burrow in college. Um, they're really strong offensively. Joe Mixon's having a special season. Joe Burrow, too, is having a special season as well. If you play fantasy football and you're a Joe Burrow fantasy owner, you're loving life because he's having a, a really great year. Um, but yeah, they they got Boyd, they got Higgins, and when he's healthy, they got Chase. So they're really strong offensively with Mixon. Hayden Hurst is a, a nice, solid tight end. Um, I don't think he gets enough credit. I think that he's not an amazing, you know, you know, all-world tight end by any means. But I think that he's a good blocker and he's a good receiver, um, and he's pretty has pretty re- reliable hands. Um, and when the ball's thrown his way, he can do a nice job collecting it and, and, and you know, ha- having a nice positive reception. So I think that for them, I think that the key for them going forward is their defense. If their defense is able to hold their own, you know, not, you know, I don't think that they're going to be amazing, but if, as long as they're not able to be a glaring, you know, weakness, I think that, you know, their offense is, is going to bring it. And I think that they're, they're meant for a, Obviously, the representatives of the Super Bowl last year, um, they're, they're meant for a potentially high uh, playoff run because they, they got Burrow, and um, they're going to be in it until until told otherwise. So, Mark, you're up with the Indianapolis Colts. All right, the Colts, they are right now 10th in the AFC and um, they just fired the head coach, Frank Reich. They have Jeff Saturday, who is now the head coach. And, um, yeah, so that, we'll see how that turns out. Uh, Matt Ryan started the year for him. Then they benched him. He was throwing, having sacks and turnovers all over the place. Sam Eilinger. So, Sam Eilinger, a new, new quarterback. Jonathan Taylor, the star running back, has been in and out of the lineup with injuries. And, um, yeah, I, we would be very surprised if they make the playoffs. But uh, who knows? Anyways, uh, offense, 32nd ranked. Defense, 13th. Very tough schedule left with the fifth ranked strength of schedule remaining left. Big A, here you go. Yeah, so we'll do one more segment after this break on Big A Sports Show, rounding out this episode. And we'll be back after the break. Wrapping up another edition of Big A Sports Show, I'm your host, Dan Van Andel. In this episode, we are finishing out a re- review, preview, whatever you want to call it, of the NFL. Kind of a halfway point. Um, look, the Browns, the last team left in this 
in this uh, breakdown. So they have actually had a pretty decent season considering they had the whole Deshaun Watson situation, um, which everybody knows about that unfortunate situation. Um, but they have had a decent season, um, all things considered. Jacoby Brissett's holding his own at quarterback. You know, just a, he's a manager. You know, he's been with the Colts in the past. He knows his way around the block, so to speak. Nick Chubb is their star, man. Nick Chubb, he's probably one of the best running backs in the league. Young guy, can catch it, can run it. He's the whole package at running back. Got a really strong season of Amari Cooper as well. He's done a nice job bringing it for them. Um, offensively, they're top 10, 7th. Defensively, they're struggling, 24th. Um, strength of schedule remaining, 20th. So I think that they play hard for Kevin Stefanski. Kevin Stefanski, um, obviously an offensive mind um, coming from the Vikings, uh, back from his coordinating days. So he's going to bring it. Um, he's obviously got some schemes, got some things you know drawn up in, in his offensive mind. They're a run-heavy team first. They run it with Nick Chubb. They have Kareem Hunt, who I'm a little bit surprised that he didn't get dealt at the deadline. Um, but I think that he's – I think he's – going to be a free agent after this year so um maybe 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 the asking price um was was kind of um maybe a little bit too high and they're like well he's gonna be you know some teams who want him are like eh, he's gonna be a free agent you know, he's a really talented back but he sees you know he's a guy that's gonna you know, put us over the top um so maybe, maybe the asking price was a little bit too high and they're like well if, you know if he's a free agent in the offseason then we can you know, bid them and, and get them in free agency for any team that wanted them. So um, I think jo- uh, Deshaun Watson's return date is week 13, I believe, I, I saw. So and they're playing the Texans too, which so, so that'll be an interesting matchup with a bunch of storylines as far as playing his old team and all the stuff that's, you know, since what happened and stuff. So um, so that's kind of an, an outlook for them. Um, obviously, they've invested a lot of money into Watson, so they're not going to give up on him. Um and obviously, you know, contracts in, in NFL, like you can't just cut a guy. Like there's there's a cap, there's a dead cap hit, you know, attached to it. So it's not like, oh, I just cut him and we don't have to deal with the salary. You know, that, he's a really good quarterback, but the office of the field stuff, you know, we, we all know about, unfortunately. Um, so, but hey, he's, you know, if he's their guy and he's, you know, is back and he's served his time and he's back and he's playing and he doesn't get any more trouble and he apologizes for everything and stuff like that um, and focuses on football after he serves his time for being out. Um, you know, in that, in that situation, you've invested money. He served his time. You're not going to give up on him because he's got you, you got investment to him. Then you let him go and you let him roll. So uh, as, for, as unfortunate as the stuff is that has happened, you know, involving him in the past. So yes, the Browns are gonna play hard. I think that they're maybe maybe, you know, not gonna make it this year to the playoffs, but I think that if they, you know, have a good off season next off season, have some have a good draft, um, really, really bring in some supplemental pieces, get some free agents. Um, they, you know, they've been in the they've been in, in the dance, you know, in, in recent years under Kevin Stefanski. So um, they, they kind of know how to get there. Um, this year just might not be the year for them. So predictions for for me and Mark, we're going to predict Super Bowl. Who's going to make the Super Bowl, Mark? Think that in your mind right now. We're going to predict Super Bowl and MVP. So Super Bowl, my Super Bowl matchup. 
Ha ha ha. You can laugh at me, listeners. You can laugh at Mark too. We both said Packers gonna make the Super Bowl. They're three and six. That was a bad prediction. But you know what? In predictions, they're predictions. They are what they are. You're gonna win, you're gonna win some, you're gonna lose some. So um so that one we we didn't we didn't fare out, you know, unless the Packers run the table and they, they get hot tomorrow against Cowboys and they win out and then they go on a super magical run like they did the one year, you know, in recent years. Then maybe we're we're you know, but right now they're three and six. They're probably not gonna make the Super Bowl. My prediction for the Super Bowl, I'm gonna say well, the AFC you got Chiefs, Bills, Ravens, they're probably the top the class of the AFC for, for the teams of those three. I'm going to say all of them have a good case and all of them could very well be in the Super Bowl. Um, I want to see the bills, but I think, I think, I think I'm going to go with chiefs. I'm going to go with chiefs. Um, thing is going to be bills, chiefs. I think it's going to be a great title game. I think that the Chiefs are, you know, Bills are really special. They are. Don't get me wrong. But I think that the Chiefs make the Super Bowl. They're they're there again. Um, Mahomes is in it, and and they they make some noise. So I think that the Chiefs represent the AFC. And I think that at this point, I'm going to go Eagles. I think they're undefeated, um, even if they win or lose. One or two games down the line, three games down the line. I think that they're still the class of of the NFC. You know, you got some other teams: Vikings, Seahawks, Niners, Cowboys, teams like that. Um, Giants, Buccaneers. If they make a run and, and get hot, and, and Brady with Brady. Um, but I think that the the Eagles, and I think Eagles, Eagles, Chiefs. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I think that Mahomes gets another Super Bowl. I think that the Eagles had a great year. Um, and the very well could have won the Super Bowl, but I think that I'm going to give it to the Chiefs. My MVP, I'm going to say Jalen Hurts. I think that Jalen Hurts is the MVP. I think that Allen and, and Mahomes are definitely in that in that in that conversation. But I think that if you think about it, the Chiefs like or the Eagles. They're not where they are without Jalen Hurts. And you could say the same thing about Mahomes and Allen, but those two have proven it in the past. And, like, Jalen Hurts is the guy who has really taken the biggest step. And, like, I think that for voters, I think that a lot of voters is is they don't necessarily want to give it to the the same guy every year because that's kind of boring. Um, And I think that it's it's always the, the trendy pick as well. I think that... Jalen Hurts is kind of the, the the trendy. Everybody everybody loves him because he's this year he's really showing out um, and he's having a big year. And I think that you get you get the most reward or the most thought or the most credit for really going from one year to the next, really jumping high, really you know. Because Mahomes and Allen, you already kind of know what you're getting out of them. And like obviously, without them for the their respective teams, they wouldn't be where they are because. Nobody replaces them, but I think that Hertz is, is the MVP. So um, there are other factors that go into that that scenario, but I think that um, that's the biggest one is, man, the, the, the Eagles have really taken a step, uh, a big step 
um, this year. And also, like the another thing to add on to that is the Chiefs and the Bills have been in the playoffs the last last year. Eagles, I don't think they made the playoffs last year. And Eagles, oh they, oh, they did, they did, but they they didn't have it where they were where they are this year. Like the Bills and the Chiefs last year, like you knew that they could probably make the Super Bowl. Eagles last year, like, eh, they'll be in the playoffs, but, like, they're not going to go all the way. This year, you can legitimately say that they could win the Super Bowl if they stay healthy and all everything stays on track with them. So I think that those factors, in addition to other factors, you know, as long as Hurt stays healthy and he c- continues to do what he does, he's going to be good. Another sleeper candidate, too, for the MVP, I think, as well, having a really good year is Joe Burrow. I think that he could be thrown into that conversation. Um, he's top five in all the fantasy leagues I'm I'm in. So um, that really shows you how special of a, a season he's having as well. So, Mark, Super Bowl pick and MVP as we wrap up. So, Super Bowl pick, we don't want to have the same matchup, Adam, right? We don't want yeah. to. Uh, that's so fun. So, you know what? On... In the NFC, I think that the top two contenders besides the Eagles would be the Niners and the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to say the Dallas Cowboys do it. They uh, have really good defense. Dak Prescott is healthy. Yes, they did lose at Philly earlier this year. However, Dak did not play. So... And they got Tony Pollard, really good balance between run and pass and offense. Their defense is great. I think, you know, Eagles probably will do it. But just for the sake of being different, we're going to say the Cowboys. Uh, well, Cowboys will get there. And then the AFC, Bills, Bills, Chiefs, and Ravens, I think, are your top three contenders. Although, don't sleep on the Bengals from last year. Um. I think it'll be the Bills if Josh Allen is healthy. I just think that they are a little bit more balanced on offense and defense. And uh, Josh, this is Josh Allen's time. I think. I think it'll be the Bills. Um, really good passing game, balanced running game. Von Miller, I think, will be the difference for them as far as getting them over the hump. So we're gonna say Cowboys and Bills, which is a rematch of a couple of Super Bowls. From the '90s, Big A for some for an NFL history lesson for you, and we're gonna say that Buffalo will win it all. And then MVP, you said Jalen Hurts. I would say yes. I think you can make a great argument for him. I think Mahomes as well. I think he has. They both do a lot for their offenses, but if you look about the talent around him. From Holmes, you know, he has Travis Kelsey. He's got a lot of new receivers this year he's working with, and he's really doing it all. And they don't really have a running game, unlike the Eagles, who they do have a running game. So we're going to give it to Mahomes. He'll get the MVP. Bills won the Super Bowl. So hopefully, now that we diversified our picks, one of us will have teams that get in there. And we're hope, we hope we're wrong. Or we hope we're correct. We hope the Packers somehow make it. It'd be amazing, right? Well, ha- crazier things have happened. Crazier things have happened. You know? So, like I said before, some of these teams that are, you know, obviously, like you're probably gonna say, you know, the headliners, the 
the top records are going to make the Super Bowl. But some of these teams who are kind of, you know, around 500, maybe a smidge over 500, if they get hot, if they turn it on, like they could, you know, in the playoffs, like I know it's, it's different sports, but baseball, baseball was like the Phillies earlier this year where they had a managerial change. I know it's apples and oranges, but it, man, in sports, if you get in and you get hot at the right time, you, you, and you prove it like you, you can go far. Now, obviously probably the, the top headliners are going to make it, but Phillies, you know, baseball, they, they had a managerial change earlier in the year and they were awful. And then they turned it around. They got it, you know, the interim manager, he led them, them to, to, to the world series and they, they didn't win at all because the Astros won it, but they got to the world series and they got hot. And like, that, that was the same thing with the, the Bengals last year, the Bengals, they got hot at the right time. And a lot of people projected the chiefs to win that, to win that game. And they came back down 21 to three and they, they flipped the script in that game and were the representative of the Super Bowl. They didn't win it, but they got hot. So sometimes in sports, it's all about getting hot at the right time. And um, that's, that's what, what makes sports, you know, the greatest in my opinion is, is some cases of crazy things that happen that no one predicts and no one, no one expects. And that's, that's what makes sports so great. So Mark, you got any other thoughts? Not really. I'm excited to see how the rest of the NFL season plays out. I think, um, yeah, it could be a lot of teams who are could be dangerous in the playoffs and um, should be an exciting finish. Hopefully the Packers turn it around for the sake of us fans here in Wisconsin. But even if they don't, how can you complain? You We're know, spoiled. We've been spoiled. The Packers have been good pretty much almost all of our lives. So, Robin Rogers, you're not going to be, you know, you're not going to be, be worse. yeah. You're not going to only have three losses every year from now until the end of time. So the uh, fans, the Texans fans, the the bottom tier fans would would, uh, would do anything. To think about the, the Lions the last fans. Thirty years that the Packers Lions have. fans, Bears. I mean, you could go on and on. So in closing, Big A, it's go been back, go. go back go, and uh, we'll hand over to you. Yeah. So. Thank you all for joining in for another edition of Big A Sports Show. And we will try to do more with, with the, the show. It's growing, and it's, it's we thank you for all the support. And we'll try and get more more guests on, have Mark on again and again. And we'll try and grow this as much as possible. Subscribe to the podcast, Big A Sports Show, wherever you get your podcast. It's the best way to track it down. And listen back to the uh, pre- previous episodes and listen forward to the future episodes as well once they are posted. So, Without further ado, it's available on any platform you got for podcasts, and we'll see you again on Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Anime Handle. Go Pack Go!